I'm your host, Dr. Elizabeth Smanda, medical intuitive, healer, and life coach. And you're listening to Stepping Into Soul Power, the podcast for people who understand that we are more than just our physical bodies. Here we explore topics like medical intuition, healing, help you identify your blocks, and give you the strategies to empower the soul in you. Friends, friends, we we got something for you. We have something. <laughs> We've got something for you. Yes, yes. You know how you know we 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 go through this life, and and sometimes interesting things that we don't expect happen. You know, so sometimes you might even you know survive a a brush with death, and 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 our guest today has done just that. Healer. Stephen Nowak is a Reiki master, zero point energy healer, spiritual life coach. He, and, and he, and he's the beautiful thing is he's well versed in using his intuitive abilities in the healing process. And with that, I would, I'd love to welcome you, Stephen Nowak to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I would pretty much just say I'm someone who used my pain and connection with spirit to make an understanding of my journey here. You know what I mean? To learn how to discern yeah. things and move them instead of hold on to them and store them. Mm. Oh, yes, yes. So, so tell us about your journey, your story, how you came um, to to get on this, this path as a, as a healer? Well, I'd say uh, it must have started when I was very young, uh, four years old. Um, I'm driving a big wheel, getting ready to cross the street because my brother was on the other, other side of the street and he's waving me to come over. We're getting ready to go somewhere. And I go down the road in between two parked cars and here comes a car down the street. And basically, I collide with the car driving down the street, go underneath the car, um, lose consciousness. I remember a blur, seeing, seeing, then looking at myself. And, and these memories are more concrete than like, I can't remember what I had for lunch last Wednesday. But this <laughs> memory is something that is seared in there and never fades away. So I'm looking mm. at myself and I see my eyes roll in the back of my head. Everything fades to black and then it comes back. And the next thing I know is I'm sitting and I'm leaning on someone or who I think is someone. My head is down and when I open my eyes, I catch a glimpse of long, silver, whitish hair. Um, mm. It was almost luminescent. And then I see the bottom of a robe. So I turned to ask what happened, and then that's when I see this hooded figure who I'm leaning on um, has no face, only light for a face. And then it, they told me I was in an accident. Um, everything's going to be all right. And then as, I'm, as this being is speaking, I'm looking into the face, and I'm feeling pulled into the face. And I remember thinking we're talking without talking. And... Just looking around and being semi-aware that I'm somewhere else. And I'm being pulled in. And I see a glimpse of 
what I would think to be heaven because I, I had no recollection at that age. Um, mm -hmm. um, there's people playing like of all ages and there's laughter and the laughter's like coming off of them in like waves and the colors there were so much more vibrant and alive. And mm -hmm. there was an instant knowing that there was no suffering there that it was a pure place and I wanted to go there and they basically said it wasn't your time yet and the next thing I know is I'm in a place where I can see everything around me but it looked like a blueprint underneath everything like I could see through everything it was almost like translucent spirit like and underneath was like a blueprint and they started to explain to me that humanity built builds its reality through its heart using this blueprint, using this field uh, by the energy they create. Um, that mm -hmm. every living being has, has a divine blueprint or a pure image of themselves in this field. And it was very computer-like to me and uh, almost like a video game. Like I'm playing this character and now I'm understanding there's energy and there's physics and mechanics behind all these realities that are happening where so-and-so perceives one reality and, and another person perceives another. But they showed me myself as an energy and they said, you're the pure energy of love as you come into this world. And I was in the center of like a wheel and then they showed me these extensions of myself and they explained to me human beings extend energy out or like quantum emissions, what I came to later understand them as because I did a lot of searching to find the answers to explain what was happening mm -hmm. as a skeptic, you know, just for myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they explained mm -hmm. we extend energy to interact with um, reality and people and relationships. And we spread out and basically spend our sacred energy down and that we can call all this energy back into ourselves. Um, so it's almost like a, uh, we're disconnected in a way. Hmm. Can, can you explain, you said spread all this energy down. Can you give people an example of like what, what you mean? Uh, by well, that? I mean, just look at it as daily habits or addictions. Mm -hmm. or um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. deep patterns of thinking that overwhelm you uh, obsessively, things like that. You're really, you're, you got another personality aspect vibrating, another you vibrating at a different rate that's locking you into yeah. this pattern. And it's in the field. And if we can learn how to, and that's what I teach my clients, go to the field, command this energy, uh, a lot like you would input commands in a computer to basically cleanse mm -hmm. its way out using polarity um, and action potential on the nervous system. If you can basically create a large enough charge and create polarity, you can exit these uh, what I call lower selves or lower personalities that bind us mm -hmm. to everything from like mental illness, uh, I believe is a, a big mm -hmm. part of it. Re, uh, it helps rewire the brain for neuroplasticity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Wow. Wow. And, and, and it's, it's, um, can you tell us like, it, that sounds like such a profound experience, um, having a near death experience. Can you, can you tell us like what, what your trans, you know, what the transition was like a little bit more about what the transition was like, you had the experience and like, now you're doing this healing work, but, um, what was the process like that? Um, like for, for you? Sure. Um, it definitely wasn't like, oh my God, instantly I was, I had all these things and I understood them. I knew something had mm -hmm. happened, but I couldn't remember. Mm -hmm. I would get like little faint glimpses of being somewhere else, but I couldn't, I couldn't really focus it. Like when you're trying to remember something. So I lived a good part mm -hmm. of my life like that and went through my mm -hmm. share of darkness and, and the bad habits and the addictions and the things that I had to overcome with, by creating different energy and starting to understand and use my gifts to overcome those. So I had to walk through mm -hmm. it for a while. And then mm -hmm. that voice returned, the same voice that spoke to me when I was four, uh, told me everything's going to be all right. You were in an accident basically told me the same thing uh, shortly after I experienced another accident because I had another car accident where I flipped the car over quite a few times. Um, wow. I mean, it was bad, but it wasn't as bad as when I was four and getting stuck underneath a car and the car kept going for another 25 feet or so. But during that time, um, I was conscious and everything and I was going in for a surgery and right before the surgery, I got really anxious and I went to pull everything out of me and I hadn't had medication yet. Like that was on its way. And I think that was the last thing before they brought mm -hmm. me in. And I felt this energy come over me and just push away all the anxiety and basically told me to put my head down. Everything's going to be all right. And then that's when a floodgate opened like in my head and my energy, um, like if you were ever a kid on Christmas Eve and you're overwhelmed with mm -hmm. that energy that you can't control, it was like that instantly times a thousand and wow. visions started. And that's when I, my personality changed probably in the span of a couple of years, pretty rapidly. Like I started to pursue mm -hmm. different things that I understood later were to sustain my energy and hold my, my, higher frequency as opposed to the things that mm -hmm. I used to do. So it's, but it was an advantage growing up pretty close to normal and then having everything return. Mm -hmm. And these beings explained to me like the evolution of humanity and ascension of consciousness, um, in order to survive basically, um, mm -hmm. an expansion. Wow. Wow, and and you had, you had mentioned your your personality change. Like, what what do you mean by what transition? Took well, place? at the time, I was a GameStop store manager, and I just happened upon like I, I started to hear. I was starting to hear people's thoughts. I was starting to feel their feelings, and I would make games out of them at work, where I would ask a question in my mind and then ask it out loud to see if it matched. And most of the time, it did. Mm -hmm. And 
just strange things would happen. And wait, what was the question again? Go back. I lost. I lost. Well, you had, you had mentioned your your personality oh, okay. changed. So it was like um, I was being overtaken by all these things that were floating around in the field because we only perceive 3% of the visible light spectrum with our eyes, right? And there was so much yeah. more out there and I was instantly awakened to it. Um, so I was, I was pretty overwhelmed for a while and then I had to learn how to process that. And then I basically mm -hmm. had to leave my job because it became so overwhelming. Um, that's when I started to work with seniors who have dementia and Alzheimer's and mm -hmm. I stopped doing everything I did. Like didn't play video games anymore. Didn't, uh, I started connecting to nature, going on hikes by myself, uh, talking about mm -hmm. quantum physics that I never studied, but suddenly was popping in my head. Uh, my family got so nervous. They wanted me to see a shrink at one time. And this was in the mm -hmm. beginning, probably like 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. So it was a rapid change to the point where my ex said, uh, I just want your daughter just wants her father back. And it was so rapid. It yeah. was like this en energy had just landed in me and started to burn away everything that was false. And I really craved purity and God. And I knew it was coming from God, but I couldn't define in my mind mm -hmm. what God was. And I came to understand it as a feeling, a charge of energy. And if I pursue that charge and that feeling, then I would wind up in the right space, you know, no matter who aligned there with me. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely sounds like the, like an awakening process and, and it, like that can be, you know, it can be tough, like, especially in our society, um, to, to go through that people may not be as understanding. Um, and, and it sounds like you've, you've gravitated towards, um, towards, you know, some very interesting modes of, of healing. Can you, can you tell us about like, why, you know, why Reiki, why zero point energy, um, and, and like what, you know, yeah, what, what was, what was your, um, what, what sparked your inclination to move in that path? Um, well, I was going to a chiropractor who happened to be a Reiki master at the time. And mm -hmm. that's when all these psychic things is lack of a better word, because I don't like to use the word psychic, because I think we're just beings of energy mm -hmm. and we have that discernment available to us. Um, with our mm -hmm. mind heart coherence, but I was going to a chiropractor and she happened to study, uh, she happened to be a Reiki master. So I asked her if she could train me and I studied with her to kind of help find answers as to what was happening because there was like changes happening in people that were around me. I had a woman fall down outside my store and she fell in the cement and she was hurt pretty good. And she was elderly mm -hmm. and I put my hand on her and she looked at me and she said, I'm all warm and I don't feel any pain. And I remember going back mm -hmm. to work and thinking about it, thinking about it and how weird it was and just putting the pieces of everything together. Um, so I think I got off track there a little bit. Did I? 
Oh no! Well, you you're talking about. I asked you about how you got into. Oh, okay. So that led me. Yeah, what, that led me to study what was, Reiki, and eventually it grew from there through studies and self purification yes. um, of basically any lower energy. I started to perceive any density um, as separate from me, and really dedicate myself mm -hmm. to containing and holding enough charge to transmute it or purify it. So I did that for a long time and spent a lot of time doing that long enough to figure out through various uh, sources and, and confirmations that I was achieving zero point, which is basically bringing an energetic system into a ground state. It's maximum ground state, mm -hmm. which actually releases and it brings you on it to an unattached um, feeling, but also releases any attachments you have to trauma and things like that, because those are lower frequencies. So you generate a high enough yes. frequency, a high enough charge, those other charges have to release in this quantum uh, mechanics. Well, are, are there things that... Um, because it, that could be really powerful to people to, to be able, we, we, and I'll say this as a psychiatrist, there are a lot of people that struggle with trauma and addiction and, um, and, and being able to get to such a state would be like revolutionary for a lot of, of people. Like, are, are there things that the people at home can do on their own to, to empower themselves? I would say for sure. First and foremost, start speaking to any lower energy or density, because that's where everything comes from. It comes from lower energy. The real part of us is love as an energy, having a human experience. Mm -hmm. So we need to separate identifying with any type of disease, any type of emotion that's overtaking us because we're the one feeling the emotion we're the one having the ailment but we're not the ailment or the emotion itself so i would say when you wake up early in the morning set a neurological imprint mm -hmm. to run on i today i'm going to become love as an energy i'm going to identify that i don't need anyone's approval to be myself to be authentic, have an expression, mm -hmm. have a thought, um, but also being mindful and being aware of what you're creating as you would like a computer when you go to the store and you buy a mm -hmm. laptop, you know, or you want to be mindful of all the things you load on it because that used up, that loaded up junk that you're not going to use for a while, such as memories that you don't need any more of trauma are going to accumulate and slow mm -hmm. down your computer. So you want to kind of command mm -hmm. yourself to cleanse, take time to meditate and do breath work at least once mm -hmm. every couple of days, because as you're breathing, the energy that's naturally in the air in nature is now entering you and it's expanding. One of the things I do is I was shown during my NDE, what's called the Trinity circuit is I connect three points mm -hmm. of energy. And this creates a field or a higher self because we all have a higher self and a lower self. One of them is made out of mm -hmm. emotions that breed competition, separation, suffering. And the other self is made out of peace, unity, compassion, oneness. So 
what I do is I ask the Holy Spirit to enter my consciousness from above, mm. which comes down through my crown. I ask the Christ or love to expand within me because it's what I'm already made out of. And then I ask God or source to surround me. And this creates a field. And now I can also program myself. I'm love as an energy. That is my identity. Mm -hmm. This free me, frees me from labels and the need for approval and all those things. I'm a sovereign being because a lot of things in this world mm -hmm. are kind of after our emotions to accomplish their goal. Hmm. Can, can you explain that statement? A lot of things are after yeah, our emotions. Yeah, that's the real goal. I mean, let's look their... at politicians. They couldn't exist without the need of, without human emotions, right? Unless we gave them emotions, they could yeah. not exist. Um, same thing for advertising and marketing. You're too fat. You're too skinny. You're too this. You're too that. Oh, I'm accepted. Oh, yeah. I'm not accepted. And it's all an emotional mm -hmm. need to fill something that we have the key to fill by engaging the quantum field and claiming basically what I call the divine blueprint. You know, every morning I say, I claim my divine blueprint and my zero point energy. And your zero point energy is energy that's in between the electromagnetic waves that was once thought to be vacuum space, but now they're just finding out it contains a massive amount of potential. Um, so I claim my divine blueprint. I claim my zero point energy. And you set the charge in your body for that day. And that higher charge, you know, kind of runs the show as opposed to the lower one. You're not going to be as triggered. You're not going to be as needful of other people to approve you to be you things like that mm -hmm. and you're going to heal more importantly wow lots of lots of lots of gold nuggets <laughs> <laughs> lots of gold it comes down gold to basically nuggets. using your word to create the energy and connect and your intention and knowing something is finished yeah absolutely manifesting knowing it's already done as you're asking for it. I know it's already done. I'm just allowing it to come in now. Mm, I know it's just like you the same done. feeling. Like if I ask the listeners, if they know how to ride a bike, most people will be like, yeah, mm -hmm. do you know how to tie your shoe? Yeah. Well, it's the same feeling. Know whatever you're asking for is already done. I know this pain is already left. I know it's leaving. And do that until you feel that knowing. And you can work with that to command a lot of things to clear the nervous system, the subconscious, mm -hmm. um, whether they're patterns mm -hmm. from bad relationships or patterns from um, any kind of trauma, really. It's energy that gets stored mm -hmm. and never really gets expressed. And that storage becomes full. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and for you, um, as you're, you know, you're moving forward in, in your path of, you know, working with others to heal, uh, what, what's your vision? Like, what, what would you like to see going forward? Uh, for me, you mean, or the world? I, I like both. 
I like I like okay. for you and the world. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> I would say for the world, for people to discover that they're all a fragment of God, and they're just here having an experience in these bodies, and they got a little amnesia, and for them to just come together and understand the differences are make are, are what makes life worth living. If we were all the same, it'd be boring, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah. As far as for them to come together in, in unity, in one spirit, one frequency, one energy. Um, and for me, I would say, I know one day I will have some type of spiritual center. Um, mm-hmm. Right now, I'm, I'm pretty booked up until like February, which is great. Um, the, yes. the last time I spoke, uh, it was received really well. So I'm thankful for that. And I just want, I want a spiritual center where people can come and they can heal no matter what gender, race, religion, no matter what they are, they can all heal with one energy and understand that as a feeling is God, you know, and you can feel God. It's a part of you. So I would love to have a center where people can come and heal. Um, And also like, Seniors can come one day, kids can come one day, and there can be nature activities. Um, And we can have people come in and and teach them about wild edible plants and and things like that. I love that vision. I love that vision because I think there is a huge need right now um, for healing and then also I love that you're incorporating nature. Like we mm-hmm. are nature, you know, we're, we are nature just re- remembering to have that and, and not segregating based on age. Like, yes, let's have the seniors, let's have the kiddos, let's have the adults. And that's, like, yeah, that's the, that's the theory know, for the zero point field mm-hmm. is we're all connected in that neutral space when we're unattached. Yeah. When we release all attachment, we're all connected. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, are there are there any underrated tools that you feel are are indispensable for your healing? I would say work? breath work. Um, I would say that's mm. probably underrated and, and overlooked. But for me, it's about bringing a charge from above. Uh, from the sun and breathing in the charge from below from mother earth and having them meet. And for me, it just feels natural and I do everything by feeling. Um, yeah. So I would say breath, breath work and and asking that breath to expand within you is obviously going, going to allow you to expand, be in a more peaceful state, release, things because you're trying to create a certain charge to release these other charges. Yeah. That's what you're dealing with. I love that you're creating, you're trying to create a certain charge to Mm -hmm. release other charges. Could you, for people who are unfamiliar with breath work, could you give us like a sample of like what that, what it might be or what what it might look like, like? Um, some easy, not too deep, not too shallow breathing in through your nose mm-hmm. and then out of your mouth. 
and doing that for about 30 seconds. And something you may also want to add to it is memory. You can add a memory or visualize a moment where you felt pure peace or pure love or pure bliss. Mm-hmm. You know, some moment, of an experience, preferably not a person. And breathe that in mm-hmm. and you can basically use this to connect to certain feelings in the field. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. So you want to practice that with like that, different that, versions of yourself, different timelines. Um, I use it with my inner child. You know, I ask my inner child to become mm-hmm. present. I breathe it in. I ask my inner child to show me certain feelings I want to feel. Um, and it basically re-enlightens the nervous system. Mm. I love that. There's a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, breath is yep. life. <laughs> and so, and so um so use that to your your advantage. Use it to to your advantage, um, and and for people who are interested in in learning about um, learning about breathwork or um, quantum healing or energy healing, like are there are there any resources that you you know you've you've loved and you'd like to recommend to the audience? I would say if you want to get a a good idea, there's a great documentary on YouTube called The Living Matrix. And it it covers a lot of science Mm. behind quantum healing. But just search the term quantum healing. Um, Also, of course, they can contact me, but there's uh, a lot of quantum healers. What you want to look for is kind of um, the time they put into themselves because that's kind of like the, the channel. They're basically a channel. We're all channels, but it's how much we can allow to flow through us. So um, different references is just research. That's what I did for the longest time was research different quantum physics, mm-hmm. trying to explain what was happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love, I actually really love that, that tip that you use. And I feel like um, when you said, look into the time that they put into themselves, like any practitioner, <laughs> I feel like that goes for any mm-hmm. practitioner. Like, like you, just, you know, are they taking care yeah, of themselves? Like, <laughs> you know, are they doing the work? Because if they're not, then. Yeah. Uh... If they're not doing self-cleansing, <laughs> then you're sharing basically part of their lower self with them. I, th- I think it's, uh, mm. I don't want to say, I'd say it's more noble or honorable to enter that space clean, to understand that's a responsibility yeah. that you're sharing a sacred space with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Um, and, and so if people, um, you know, want to connect with you, can you tell them a little bit about like the, the various things that you, um, Sure. I do different ranges of sessions, um, starting at like an hour to Mm -hmm. an hour and a half to 45 minutes coaching. Mm -hmm. Uh, the prices are all on my site. They're Mm -hmm. very reasonable compared to like some of the prices I've heard of coaches or whatnot um mm. like 100 150 bucks 
at the most and there's less than that mm. but um basically i do zoom sessions i do in person um if the person's local mm. right now still building the uh spiritual center still trying to keep ideas in mind for that because i want a nice nice piece of land yes. uh, people can reach me through trinityquantumhealth.com uh or trinity healing reiki yes. at gmail.com Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. That's that's beautiful, and and I'm sure you'll you will be well. Your um, I love your story. It's, it's pretty wild, inspirational, because I built and then it from the ground up. Not really. <laughs> I don't have any business sense. I didn't have any this kind of sense or that kind of sense. I was kind of like thrown into it, and then it was happening, and mm-hmm. it was like slowly. I had to stop resisting it and I had to accept it and kind of step into it more. And then it just grew. Yes. And I like le- letting people feel the feeling that I felt with redemption and love and worthiness, you know, because I lived a pretty normal yes. life up until it changed again. And I felt unworthy myself mm-hmm. and, and, and letting people go into that space, connecting them, helping them connect to themselves, gives them that worthiness and that redemption that I was able to feel. That's what it's about. Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, geez. So, you know, super excited to see what is coming. And, um, you know, we're going to put that out there in the universe, spiritual center. We need a... We need, <laughs> we need it. Oh, yeah, we need sure. it. So we're going to put that in. Yeah, we're going to put that, you, you know, <laughs> leading it. So <laughs> put, it, put it out in the, in the center, um, out, out there in, in the universe. Um, and we'd just like to thank you for being a guest. And thank you for the, the work that you yeah, do. Yeah, I appreciate um, being here. Thank you for helping the people. space to speak. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. And um, look, looking forward to seeing um, how your path progresses and, and the great change that you're going to make Thank in this world. Thank you very much. Such a powerful guest interview. And, and, and with that, it's time for our next segment, time for our soul power statement for the week. And yes, friends, <laughs> our, our soul power statement of the week is, what if I embrace the divine nature in me? Um, you know, I think of the, the, the famous Marianne Williamson, who um, said that we are glorious because we are not beings of this world at all. Our spiritual essence is non-material, non-physical. And when we become aware of this, we are genuinely empowered. So friends, playing small does not serve the world. Remember who you are. Remember you are divine and you were meant to shine. And friends, we've, we've come to the end of our time. You know, we 
we we love hearing from you. Absolutely love, 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 <laughs> love hearing from you. So please comment below, subscribe to our podcast, write a review, let us know how we're doing. And if you're interested in an intuitive reading, healing, coaching, send us a message at soulingyou.com. And finally, if no one has told you this today, I will. Thank you for being authentically you. The soul in me honors the soul in you. Disclaimer, this podcast is for spiritual and or entertainment purposes and is not a substitute for medical diagnosis, healthcare treatment, or professional advice. Each person is so unique, so please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions.